This is Empowered Explant, the podcast helping women ditch their breast implants with confidence. I'm Dana Mosica, board certified health and wellness coach and explant warrior. <sighs> We've got a big one today, a big deep one. <laughs> I read a comment from a woman in the Empowered Explant Facebook group that moved me to tears. And it led me to record this episode for you today. She said, I have beat myself up relentlessly. I feel stupid for doing it, stupid for the money and stupid for ever messing with what I had in the first place. It's an emotional roller coaster, and I wish I knew more about how easy complications are in the first place. I've cried every day since not because of my breasts, but because I feel like I did this to myself. And holy shit, did I resonate with this because these feelings are very real for a lot of women, me included, on this explant journey. We often feel regret and shame and remorse mixed with anger and sadness and fear. It really is quite the cocktail. So to the woman who bravely shared this, thank you for speaking your truth. I think a part of being empowered on this journey is to address these very real challenges we face. I'm coming up on my two-year explant anniversary, which is absolutely mind-blowing. And even though my body is physically healed, there is still still emotional healing I'm doing. And often just when I find myself in a groove where everything feels really good, something will come up and I'll find myself back in a swirl of emotions that I need to sort through. I just participated in Gabby Bernstein's 21 day relationship challenge, which was really great. And in this challenge, forgiveness was a big theme, which is not only important to practice with other people, but even more so yourself. And for me, it's actually easier to forgive others than it is myself. And I think it's because my own actions are the only ones I'm in control of. So when I fuck up and make a mistake and hurt myself or someone else, I tend to really beat myself up over it. And when it comes to my journey with breast implants or even my boobs now, I feel like it's so easy to find reasons to be angry or disappointed at myself. For example, I'll see another woman with perfect smaller boobs or an old photo of myself before implants even. And I think, Oh my goodness, if only I was never stupid enough to get breast implants to begin with. My boobs were great. What the hell? What did I do this for? I see the stretched skin and stretch marks on my boobs now, and I feel so angry at myself for doing this damage to my body. And it's all my fault. I feel the lack of sensitivity in my nipples and I think to myself, what an idiot I am for compromising a part of myself that was once so beautiful and intimate. 
I think of the $20,000 I spent on implants and explanting, and I think, wow, what a terrible use of $20,000. And for what? I spent $10,000 at 23 years old on something that made me sick and caused irreversible damage to my body to later have to spend another 10K to, that I didn't have to fix it. And then I see a woman with big, beautiful boobs and I feel envy. And I feel that not good enough feeling that got me to where I am in the first place. And then I judge myself for that. Haven't I learned my lesson? Can't I just be happy with myself the way I am? Isn't it absolutely crazy to think that two years later, I'm still having all these thoughts? <sighs> to be honest, this is pretty vulnerable and scary saying all these things out loud to you especially when I want to be here to guide you all in the most optimistic and positive way possible. But I'm telling you this because even though I mostly do have good days and I'm optimistic and I truly do love myself and feel so damn grateful for my health, I still have these thoughts and emotions pop up and challenge me. And I want you to know that there's nothing wrong with you for having these thoughts and feelings too. No matter if you're right out of explanting or it's years later, this is where having a little self-compassion comes in. You've been through a lot. You've made some decisions in your life that didn't serve you. And now you're here just trying to do the right bloody thing and facing a whole different set of challenges. And this is where I'm going to flip the script and do what I do best and turn the story around. Because you see, within every challenge we face, there is a lesson and an opportunity to create an even deeper, stronger connection with ourselves and the world around us. And explanting has taught me the very valuable lesson of self-forgiveness. And I want to share with you what I've learned and how you can start to practice self-forgiveness yourself. First, it's important to recognize what forgiveness actually is. Gabby Bernstein says, forgiveness is the practice of releasing your attachments to judgment, attack, separation, and resentment and restoring your thoughts back to love. She explains that forgiveness is the most crucial step to set yourself free from the negative beliefs and storylines that are holding you back. Through the experience of forgiveness, you receive the beautiful gift of a shift in perception. It's a shift from fear to love, from judgment to release, that shift realigns our energy with love, which at our core is the truth of who we are. Being disconnected from that love within us is what causes us so much pain and suffering. When we are constantly attacking and judging ourselves or others, we unconsciously feel guilty and weak and filled with judgment. 
But forgiveness is that beautiful gift that we can give ourselves that can set us free from the guilt and shame and anger. It's important to recognize that the longer you hang on to the resentment, the more it will weaken you. So knowing this, whenever I start attacking myself and having these judgmental, resentful thoughts come up, I look for my path back to love immediately. That's what I'm looking for. And I've been practicing self-forgiveness for a few years now. Trust me, it takes practice. (laughs) And it's been a huge part of helping me heal through the hardest and darkest times of my life, including what I've been through on the explant journey, which is why I'm sharing this with you because I know it works. And I know you need this, whether you are still planning for your explant or you've already explanted. This is for everyone on this journey. I'm going to share with you a simple five-step practice for self-forgiveness that you can try for yourself or adapt into something that feels good for you. And it is a practice, (laughs) meaning that you need to keep coming back to these tools over and over because the thoughts don't just magically go away. They start to fade. They lose their grip over you and they move through you more quickly without causing emotional damage. They become more like a gust of strong wind instead of a destructive tornado. And hopefully they'll end up being a breeze. (laughs) And as you may be able to fully release one self-judgment or resentment, inevitably there'll be something else that will come up, something else that we'll be too hard on ourselves about because let's face it, we are women. (laughs) We care deeply and passionately and hold ourselves to a really high and often unfair standard. So you can keep coming back to self-forgiveness. Make it the first thing that you reach for in those moments where you are tearing yourself down so that you can stop the cycle and make that shift back to love. Now, it's important to say here that self-forgiveness is really big, deep work. And when you start this, you may feel a lot of sticky resistance and that's totally normal. Ego and fear never want to let go of the wheel. But just keep practicing it and that resistance will gradually ease up. I promise. Okay, so here we go. The path to self-forgiveness. Step one, feel your fucking feelings. Rage, yell at the top of your voice, cry, punch a pillow, just sit with the feelings. Be fully present and accepting of the thoughts that you're having or the pain that you're feeling. Acknowledge them in the way that feels right for you. Understand where they're coming from and why you feel so strongly about this. And also admit and own the mistakes you might have made. It's okay to say, yes, I made a mistake. Yes, I fucked up. Yes, my choices then put me in this position now. Sure, own that. And then step two, write down what you need to forgive yourself for. 
and make it specific. There may be a whole list of things that come to mind and that's okay too, or there may only be one or two things. Either way is fine. You just may need to practice forgiveness for each of these one by one. Trying to forgive a whole list of things all at once may be a little overwhelming, especially if there is some resistance there. Step three, pray. Now, this doesn't have to be religious prayer. This is just you asking an invisible guide for help. You can call them whatever you want to call them. It could be the universe, the divine, God, love, inner guide, whatever you want, really. What matters is that you are calling in a power greater than yourself because your logical mind has no clue how it could possibly forgive and let go. And the way that you've been attacking yourself causes you to actually, your logical mind, to lose trust within yourself, to lose trust within your own logical decision-making abilities. But your intuition and higher consciousness has the perfect plan. So prayer helps us surrender. Prayer helps us trust again. Here's a little prayer that you can try. Inner guide. I recognize this resentment is causing me harm. My anger and attachment are not serving me. I'm willing to forgive. Thank you for showing me the way. You could even just say something as simple as, thank you universe for helping me to forgive myself. That's honestly enough to open yourself up to the possibility of forgiveness, the possibility of shifting to a state of love. Step four, we meditate. Praying is about asking. Meditation is about receiving. This is where you can soften and allow inspired ideas, visions, and relief to come through. You can do guided meditation or put on some calming music and practice some deep inhales and exhales. And with practice, you may feel really surprised about what comes to you during this time. I definitely experience a lot of relief during meditation. Step five, reflect on the lessons from a place of gratitude. Full disclosure though, you may not get to this step the first few times. But when you feel ready to reflect from a place of calm and clarity, write down what this experience has taught you and state what you are grateful for from it. Sometimes this may be the message that comes to you through your meditation. For example, I learned to prioritize my health above my vanity. And I'm grateful that now I'm really mindful about the choices I make and how they might impact my health. This whole practice of just noticing what you need to forgive, praying for that relief, and then meditating will offer you freedom. When you reach the point of embodying the lessons learned and genuinely feeling gratitude for them, you'll find the resentment loses its strong hold on you. Now make this a habit. If you're really struggling with resentment and anger, 
maybe you practice this every day until you start to feel some relief. If these thoughts and feelings are less frequent but still there, perhaps schedule some time weekly for this practice. Then make it something that you come back to as needed and just keep bringing yourself back to love. Eventually, you'll get to a point where all this will happen within a few minutes. It's actually pretty cool. You'll notice the thought immediately. You'll say a quick prayer and surrender, come into some quiet meditative breaths, and then reflect on the lessons and come to that place of gratitude. You'll be able to shift your energy pretty quickly, which you can practice anywhere for fast relief. Trust me, I do it all the time. I did it in a coffee shop the other day. I had to take myself through this process to get myself out of that spiral. Um, and, And it really, really helps be able to redirect your thought patterns very quickly. But no, let's face it, self-forgiveness will not change the scars or the stretched skin or the illness or the money you've spent. But here's how I look at it. Do you really want to steal more of your joy, spend more time unhappy, create more health concerns for yourself, cause damage in your relationships? Because that's what being angry and resentful and regretful and shame-filled will do. It will steal your present moment from you. And guess what? It doesn't change a damn thing. It only hurts us more and stops us from being able to enjoy the absolute beauty of this day we're blessed with. You've been through enough. Don't hurt yourself more and give yourself even more to feel resentful for later. It's it's the lessons. It's the gratitude. It's the self-compassion, the recognition of your resilience. It's the honoring of yourself in the now. It's the self-respect to not repeat mistakes that will serve you going forward. And this is not about toxic positivity. I'm absolutely not telling you to look in the mirror and say, everything's great. (laughs) But can you say to yourself, yeah, this sucks. Mm -hmm. I wish I had known what I knew now. I wish I had better guidance, better relationships, more information, but I didn't. And that version of myself really thought that she was making a good decision for me. Bless her soul. I forgive her for not knowing any better. This was clearly a lesson I needed to learn so that I can do better by myself going forward. So that I can learn to love myself on a far deeper level. I am open to the lessons that this experience has to teach me. And I am committed to honoring myself. How can I do better by myself today? How can I do better by myself in this moment? And maybe, just maybe, this is why you're here in this moment right now. To learn this lesson right here. To not be so hard on yourself. To give yourself love even when you've messed up. To focus your energy on healing and acceptance rather than on regret and blame. 
Remember, it's okay to make mistakes. It's how we handle them that matters most. Okay, this was deep (laughs) and a very personal topic for me because, like I said, it's something that I still work on and will continue to work on in some capacity, probably for the rest of my life. And I'm feeling emotional, probably because I'm PMSing and this was a great time to dive into a very reflective and emo topic. Um, But acknowledging the emotions we feel on this journey is so important. And know that you don't just have to suffer through them. There are tools and resources available to help. And this is really, I'm not just saying this, this is really an opportunity for even more growth and healing. And if you're truly ready for that and you want additional support, I do have coaching services available and a few spots open right now. You can get more info by going to empoweredexplant.com forward slash support or just email me directly at darna at empoweredexplant.com. I just want you to know that this option is available to you and you don't have to go through this alone if you are looking for a little extra guidance and support through this. And if you found this episode helpful or have any questions about self-forgiveness or any thoughts pop up that you'd like to share, hop into the Empowered Explant Facebook group and feel free to post in there or drop me an email directly. You know, I love hearing from you. I really do. All right, my love. If you made it to this point, thanks for listening the whole way through. (laughs) I super appreciate it. And I will catch you here next week, Rusty. Go easy on yourself, okay?